Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good day, sunshine. 806-1310 WIBA. Madison in the morning. Sean Prebo with you. Joined by... Lisa Briggs from the Bruce Company. Lisa, how is your Monday so far? For a Monday, it's not terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's been worse, but yeah. (laughs) It's great to talk with you. And we're going to talk about uh, the forecast uh, and just kind of where things are headed in springtime in Wisconsin. We're also going to talk about uh, gardening plants, some great options for you at the Bruce Company. A couple things to keep in mind as we talk with Lisa. She is a fantastic resource for anything outdoor living. You probably spent some time out in the yard over the weekend. Maybe you noticed something going on with the garden. Maybe you had a question about something out there um, saw something happening with some of your trees or some of your uh, your outdoor uh, patio stuff Lisa's anything outside Lisa is the go-to right now at 321-1310 321-1310 love to get you on the air with your question maybe you've got some damage from over the winter again Lisa is here to help you out with that you can also learn more about the Bruce Company Lisa and the whole team there the website brucecompany.com that's brucecompany.com on Facebook and social media the Bruce Company and of course they're located right at 2830 Parmenter Street. It's the Middleton Garden Center of the Bruce Company, again, at 2830 Parmenter Street. And Lisa, you and I were going over the uh, the forecast before we came on the air today, and uh, I think you used the term roller coaster to describe. Well, I think I think that um, fall is like a slide, right? Yes. To kind of slide down into winter, but spring is definitely a roller coaster. I'm looking at this. <laughs> you know, we're going to go from a high of 65 today, Wednesday low of 22, and then they're predicting 70 on Sunday. <laughs> well, well, well. We'll take that. Wow. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we do? I mean, in this kind of weather, this is this seems like, and as, as human beings, we love to be in control and we love things to be definitive. We love things to be consistent. We, we get kooky crazy when things are inconsistent the highs the lows all of that stuff drive us drive us nuts so what should we be doing to to kind of prepare for the week or so ahead well i think it's not the week or so ahead that we're concerned about it's i'm looking at this and you know we we have a a cup we have like two chilly days okay and two three nights when it's going to be below freezing oh but then next after that Lows in the 40s and 50s. So that's the weather that we're concerned about. Not that we're not going to enjoy the heck out of it, because we will. Mm-hmm. But what comes after if we get dips after that? The more warmth that accumulates, because plants don't do things based on the calendar. They're not looking at the day and saying, oh, it's Easter, and everybody wants to plant their peas this weekend, because <laughs> that's what the, you know, the old wives' tale says. They're paying attention to the accumulated heat in the soil, in the air, and that's what triggers plants to grow. So when you get hunks of time like this where we're accumulating heat, and we call those growing degree days, 
there's a little formula for how they're figured out. Um, and they accumulate, they start off accumulating pretty slowly, and then it accelerates as temperatures consistently stay above 50. Um, that's what triggers plants to grow. When that happens and then you get a drop, which, you know, we might not, but we probably will. Mm. It's not even April 1st yet. I'm waiting for April Fool's Day to smack us upside the head on Thursday. That's when the, that's when it's when it's tricky for plants, and that's when you need to prepare, be prepared to whip out some kind of protection. Floating row covers, sheets, old utility pots that you're going to turn upside down over things that have emerged. So you just need to have that stuff ready. If you have, um, you know, roses or plants that you have under cones or with, with any kind of winter protection, you're going to want to sort of start to carefully move that because you don't want to encourage any fungal growth or any diseases under those covers, but you can't take them very far away because the farther things get along, the more damage cold temperatures will do. And, and I, you know, when we look at the forecast as well, and that you mentioned Thursday, a low, I think uh, Max is saying a low of 21. That's, uh, that's well below freezing. That's a, that's a pretty absolutely. significant cold snap that night. That Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you handle Weather that? Underground is saying 22. Are the, uh, I'm, I'm Wednesday night into Thursday morning. So yes, that's cold. And that, mm-hmm. if, if that's pansy damaging. Uh-oh. You know, so a lot of, we've been selling a lot of pansies. It's the first thing we get in in the spring. People are starved for color. We go through hundreds of pansy bowls and probably thousands of four-inch pots. And, you know, pansies, the, the flowers will get nipped at about, you know, 31, 30, 31. The plants will get nipped, be nipped at 21 or 22 for sure. That will cause damage to foliage to the plants themselves. It, so if you've got that stuff outside already, and I know lots, lots of people do because I know how many have gone out of our <laughs> store yes. in the last couple of weeks, you're going to want to be prepared to bring those in, not tonight, but certainly tomorrow night. Bring them into your garage, bring them up close to the house, put them under a cover, something, it is, or it, you're going to lose them. Is, and you mentioned bringing up closer to the house. It, it, does heat, I mean, do they, because I see like, um, what are those little, those little, what are they, box elder bugs? I see them when there's like this time of year and then in fall where they like to get right up next to a building. Are, are things? Well, I think that those guys kind of overwinter under your siding. And Ugh. then when it gets warm, they come out because it's too warm and then they go back in. They want to be comfortable. But, <laughs> yes. But like I'm looking, you know, and it's mm-hmm. not just the temperatures. It's also the wind. So when it's cold and there's a potential for frost, if it's cloudy, there's less chance of frost. If it's windy, there's less chance of frost. But then you have the whole thing of wind doing that, you know, accelerating that cold with the wind chill. So, I mean, you know, it looks like Wednesday night, sunny, you know, so clear, not windy. So. You have recipes for disaster there. So just be aware and have a plan to, you know, to put things under cover and to, to put some protection. I haven't seen much going on with plants yet that are in ground. Mm-hmm. Like there's been some stuff that has been emerging for sure. Um, I've got a magnolia at my house. 
it's not really breaking, you know, the bud scales aren't really breaking yet. So I think that most woody things will be fine. I think most perennials will be fine. If you've got um, like early spring bloomers, crocus or maybe hyacinths are coming up, throw something over top of those for sure. Be ready, as they say in Scouts. Be prepared if you've got a question. Be prepared. Exactly. I was a brownie. Were you really? (laughs) I was really. (laughs) I was in Boy Scouts for like two weeks, and then I... I... (laughs) Oh, I I did brownies and Girl Scouts until I was like, in the sixth grade. Oh, it's it's so much. My my son recently did scouts. It's so much fun. And you talk about gardening and stuff, and that's also one of those areas too. Badges. Where, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Great opportunity to to get those badges. Get on in, say hello to Lisa and everyone at the Middleton Garden Center of the Bruce Company. Pick up some seeds. Get ready to get things planted and get things going. They're right at twenty eight thirty Parmenter Street. That's twenty eight thirty Parmenter Street. The telephone number at the Bruce Company eight three six seven zero four one. That's eight three six seventy forty one. Online BruceCompany.com. That's BruceCompany.com. Facebook and social media, The Bruce Company, or if you have a question, love to hear from you this morning at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. We'll get you on the air with Lisa Briggs from The Bruce Company. We'll continue our conversation with Lisa and take your call next as Everyday Outdoor Living with The Bruce Company continues right here on 1310 WIVA. You give me that funny 1310 WIBA, Madison in the morning. A little song about a roller coaster, I think. I think it's a roller coaster. You know, you know, the word roller coaster in the title, so we're going with it. Of course, hanging out with Lisa Briggs from the Bruce Company, the website BruceCompany.com. That's BruceCompany.com. Facebook and social media, The Bruce Company. And, of course, located right at 2830 Parmenter Street. That's the Middleton Garden Center of the Bruce Company. Again, 2830 Parmenter Street. Their telephone number, 836-7041. That's 836-7041. Or if you want to get on the air with Lisa, we'd love to have you. Just give us a call. Hit you, hit you on the air at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. 1310 and Lisa as we talk about uh this time of year starting to see uh, of course all the snow has melted and the grass is kind of um, I think the grass is looking didn't you notice that like on okay Wednesday mm-hmm. so it rained okay. on Wednesday and it was kind of warmish and then said. by the end of the day Wednesday grass was green and hmm. Thursday morning grass was green and then what happened to it? Because I look out the window now, and it's kind of bleh. It's kind of no, that. it's not. It's there's green coming up through the brown. It like you, you get that first rainstorm on a day when it's like above fifty five, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the grass turns like uh, starts. You start to see green grass in there. I, yeah, and it's funny, six. Now that I look at the actual yards out our window, they're good. It's just the it's I'm just telling the you around the radio station that looks horrible. <laughs> We're going to have to have you come out, Lisa, to bring the tea Me from the Me, personally, I, no. I do not do lawns. No, no, I'll have to get uh, I don't believe in them. The no, team, uh, I have a teeny tiny lawn at my house. Do you re- oh, can I ask you, too, by the way, while we're talking about, uh, you mentioned having a teeny tiny lawn, um, I, I was seeing, I don't know who, somebody uh, somebody I know on Facebook was posting about about just doing like a bunch of mix of wildflowers and those kind of things. Oh, sure. Getting that stuff. Are, do we see a lot of that these days of folks just saying, you know what, uh, I'm going to minimize my lawn and whether it's I'm going to have uh, set areas for set types of, of flowers or just saying, oh, you know what, I'd like to have a little bit more, maybe something that's going to attract some butterflies or something that's going to be good for uh, the honeybees and just saying we're just going to take a patch of the yard and, and 
plant some uh, plant some flowers, plant some th- something other than uh, we see grass? people doing that for veg. Oh, okay. You know, like putting in raised beds mm-hmm. because they wanted because they want to do veg gardening. In the last few years, certainly last year, yeah, was a huge year for that kind of thing. And you know, my yard is just small, and I love plants, mm-hmm. so the lawn itself is like I don't know. <laughs> 10 by 20 feet, seriously. <laughs> um, but I, that's what we see a lot of, are, are people starting to be more interested in gardening, less ornamental gardening, more now sort of that practical, you know, gardening for food kind of thing. So people are taking out patches of, of lawn and putting in gardens for food production. Are Which there, is cool. Yeah, are there other certain veggies, you know, certain vegetables and other things that that uh, could kind of serve a double purpose, not only being uh, fruitful oh, but also ornamental? Oh, definitely. Like kales are beautiful. Um, there was there's a really pretty sort of purple and blue one. What's that one called, Lori? The that kale that's purple and blue. It's from like um, I think it's from Botanic Interest. Yeah. Is it called Purple and Blue? <laughs> no, it's not called Purple and Blue. I'll find out the name and I'll tell everybody um, next week. Okay, uh, that, but that's and that's oh, Dazzling Blue, I think it's oh. called. I planted it last year. It was so pretty was and it, tasty as well. Was it dazzling? But um, I was dazzled. <laughs> but I yes, I think that a, that if you're doing um, uh, annual beds that are mixed beds mm-hmm. with some flowers, things you know that are pretty, that are good for cutting, like zinnias and sweet peas and lisianthus, and then you mix that with veg, I think that's a really pretty way to garden for, you know, form and function. Best of both worlds. That is so Best cool. Best of both worlds. Talking this morning with Lisa Brake. She comes to us from the Bruce Company, the website, brucecompany.com. That's all one word, brucecompany.com. Facebook, social media, the Bruce Company. Their telephone number, 836-7041, 836-7041. If you want to get on the air with Lisa, you've got a question, give us a call now, 321-1310. That's 321-1310. Love to hear from you this morning with your outdoor-related uh, related question. Of course, the importance of uh, folks have kind of found of a little bit of uh, self-sustainability and, of course, how rewarding veg gardens are and gardening uh, can really, really be. Uh, I know you guys have been doing a lot of work. We've talked about the website, brucecompany.com, getting a lot of the varieties, a lot of different things up to order seeds, buy seeds right online for pickup at the store. Are you Are you still going morning, all... noon, and night? Well, not morning, noon, and night, but I do have almost all of our seed companies on there. Oh. So anything that we can reorder, Mm-hmm. Um, is up there. So Seed Savers, um, Botanic Interest, Renee's, Prairie Moon, which is a local seed vendor that's really cool. They do um, natives, native seeds. So that's a really fun, you know, you were talking about that sort of wildflower kind of meadow thing. That's a really good resource. They have seeds for a lot of woodland plants, a lot of prairie plants, and it's it's a Wisconsin company. Um, so we've got Fisker's Tools are up. Um, I have been putting up my current one are um, lawn treatments and, uh, and also like insecticides and fungicides and that kind of thing is what I'm working on currently. I saw some really so cool. Two thirds of the way through Gail's list. Nice. I saw some really cool Wisconsin, uh, with the, uh, some uh, plates and. Uh, yep. Yep. We've been putting some boutique items oh. on there, some things that are new this year. So there's a, a designer out of uh, Minnesota. 
her name is um, Faye something. And anyway, her line is called Keep the Faye. <laughs> and uh, she has some really cool um, Wisconsin-themed uh, melamine platters and paper napkins and hot pads and that kind of thing. And it's not like Badger Wisconsin stuff, so the color palette is a little different. It's more um, sort of... Uh, oranges and greens and really fun and whimsical. So yes, that's a really fun line. And we've got puzzles and the new painting kits, the paint by number kits from Pink Picasso. Um, Jody just got in, you know, a half a dozen new lines. And uh, so you can really get, get a good look at that and see um, what there. And you can order that stuff online for in-store pickup, which is really fun. That's so. very excellent. That's at brucecompany.com, brucecompany.com. If you've got a question for Lisa, love to get you on the air right now at 321-1310. That's 321-1310. And Harry joins us. Harry, welcome to the program. You're on the air with Lisa Briggs from the Bruce Company. Yes, I have two crab apple trees. Okay. And they have a, they have a disease. Um, I don't know. But you guys recommended some copper fungicide. Okay. How early can I start spraying that? Uh, copper fungicide, you can do one, like, right at bud break. So when you look at the buds and the green, the, the tips are sort of silvery green. You don't want to apply it when the plant is in flower. Okay, so you can do an early one, and then you that's more preventative, and then after what we call petal fall, so I would say 75% of the petals have fallen, you can then start a schedule according to the manufacturer's suggestions on the packaging. So depending on the product, it'll say that you can do it, you know, every 10 to 20 days, every 14 to 20 days, you want to use what the manufacturer says, you don't want to do it more often, you want to pay attention to the dilution rate if you're using a concentrated product. Once the once we get into June, you want to watch the weather. If the weather, if we're having sort of a summer that's a little bit on the dry side, you can back off. If the summer is wetter, then you're want to you're going to want to continue those treatments. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Great question, Henry. And Mike joins us. Mike, welcome to the program. You're on the air with Lisa Briggs from The Bruce Company. Yeah, hi, Lisa. Um, I have a question. I, I said to Sean, this might be a dumb question, but what's it's um, yesterday, I was walking in my neighborhood. Oh. The crocuses are full blue. Uh, uh, Mike, uh, yeah, your phone's breaking up. But Mike was Mike was asking, he said, he said he sees the crocuses coming up. To basically, shouldn't they know better? <laughs> it's kind of like it <laughs> but it was, it was, but it was a great question. Is is we think of like, and, and I, I, you know, I see in, in back in my woods, I've got a bunch of um, their daffodils that that kind of pop up with, you know, with some of these, some of these, some of these plants. Shouldn't they know better that day? This is this is inevitably going to happen here in Wisconsin. Well, this is what we talked about: this accumulated heat. That's yeah. what is causing it, and so. You'll see a lot of things that are blooming um, sort of on south sides of houses. So especially if there's a brick wall. So there's radiant heat in that soil. So the, the, the heat units are accumulating. And so things are spurred to do their thing. The good news is, is that plants, that this has happened before. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so 
even if there's short-term damage, generally the you know the the root of the plant is fine and will be fine long-term, even if you see that you know that they're in full bloom and tomorrow night they get completely nipped and shriveled up. The plants themselves, the crocus plants themselves, will be fine. They know they know what they're doing. And one last call this morning. Dennis checks in with a question about asparagus. Welcome to the program, Dennis. Hi. I Hi. usually I usually go home in a asparagus patch because the ground gets kind of hard, kind of crusty in there. And and usually when I'm hoeing, every now and then I'll snag an asparagus root. I know mm-hmm. I'm not helping to plant any, but am I hurting it very much? No. If it's you have a well-established bed. You know, wild asparagus grow in ditches. Um, if you have a well-established bed, that's not going to hurt it. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. The hoeing's good to keep the weeds down. You'll get better production that way. But snagging an occasional root will be, it won't do any damage. Great question, Dennis, Mike, and Harry this morning. Don't forget, we do this each and every Monday morning with Lisa from the Bruce Company. In the meantime, check them out online, brucecompany.com. That's brucecompany.com. Of course, you can always call the plant desk. You can get, get your questions answered at 836-7041. That's 836-7041. Or the best thing to do is stop on in and say hello. They'd love to see you right at the Middleton Garden Center of the Bruce Company at 2830 Parmenter Street. That's 2830 Parmenter Street. Lisa, great talk with you. You have a fantastic day. You too, Sean. Lisa Briggs with the Bruce Company and the guys from Troll Bites. They come your way next year on 1310 WIBA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.